Hello and welcome. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Anne, and my co-host is here, Miss Amberlyn, Mrs. Labeezy. We are zebras. We are not doctors. We do not give medical advice. We do share our personal experiences, tips, tricks, and life hacks to dealing with chronic illness, disability, and pain. Yes, that is something that I've said for nearly two years, and Amberlyn is new to our program, but we are so happy that she joined us. It's so yeah. much fun. Right? Right? Are we saying it's fun? Is that, what we're, is that the word we're going with? Yeah. Well, it is Valentine's Day, and we are friends, and we were going to talk about Yay! friends today. And I think, yeah, having a friend on my on my on my podcast is better than being all alone. Yeah. Yes, it is. We love Valentine's Day. Yes. So, um, so but before we get to our topic of today of friendship, how's your spoons, Miss Mrs. Lapizzi? Between. Four and five spoons today. Where are you at? Mm. You know, uh, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, I'm awake and I'm with a friend. I get I get good energy from good friendships. I really do. Yeah. That that helps fill my cup, and I'm very happy when I get to to see friends. So it's always better when we're together. Me that too. sounds so cliche. That must I think that was a, yeah. a a catch. No, I do. I think it was a catchphrase for some commercial back in the 70s and shush about the age thing. But yeah, it, it's I freaking loved it though. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm 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 not complaining right now. That's what good. I'm doing. <laughs> so um let's see. Oh yeah. So we are really close to Valentine's Day. Uh, granted, this podcast will probably come out afterwards, which is why we're not talking about Valentine's Day and relationships of a romantic nature, but rather friendships and uh, chronic illness and the ebbs and flows and and things like that. So, um, thoughts, Mrs. Labeezy? Well, I mean... Valentine's Day just in general, this time of the year is rough. I feel like everybody is going through it with how cold it is. But I will say, I will the our community in general has been the strongest it ever has been. The amount of comments and the uplifting and just the amount of people amongst themselves, the amount of back and forth and the amount of chatter. I've gone live three times in the last week, which is kind of out of normal for me. I know it's out of the norm for me. And mm -hmm. I've had a group of people that have been showing up for these lives, which isn't normal for me either, but they're all talking amongst themselves. And these aren't people that live anywhere near each other, That's but okay. there are people that are saying, hey, how are you doing? I hope you have a great day. Oh, hey, I'm sorry you're experiencing these symptoms. Hey, this is what I'm going through. People that mm -hmm. wouldn't necessarily ever speak to each other, but they're being given the time of day and being given that space and being mm -hmm. given that just comfort of knowing that someone actually cares and that, you know, we understand that we're, what you're going through. And it's such an amazing thing to have, especially in a time like right now in this time of the year when it's so freaking cold and everything hurts because I don't know about you, but when everything is cold, like this finger has been stuck, it won't bend past right there. It's, it's, it's like it's, possibly it's Mrs. Lobezy, that's a normal range of motion. <laughs> I want to throw that out there. This one goes that far, though. Sweetie, do you really think that you can do one and do the other and think that whatever your range is is normal? Do you think this I'm is normal? We're zebras. This is this doesn't get to... You don't get to say which one's normal. You would think closing a fist all the way would be normal, not looking like a little hook finger. I look like Captain Hook right now. Arr! Are you saying that you're trying to make a fist like this and that's and you can't do a fist I'm like this? I'm saying I'm trying to close my finger all the way and that's as far as I can go. Okay, I get it now. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I didn't get it before. 
It took a minute. I needed the visual. And for those of you who are, who are listening to us on Spotify, uh, Miss, Mrs. Labisi has a um, Captain Hook for a for a front finger, a ring, not a ring finger, a pointer finger. And, um, she's trying to tell me that she's trying to whine that she doesn't have the flexibility and I'm not letting her get away with it. I'm trying to say we're zebras and you're on, you're, you're just listening to us to go, what the hell are they talking about? No, here she is. She's this little, imagine hook, like with, with, with Robin Williams, she doesn't know names either, but it's okay. Um, but remember the, 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 the poster for that movie and it's a hook. That's what her finger looks like. And that's all the And right now she's dying laughing, which is hilarious. So she just keeps me going because I'll just keep going, making her laugh because laughter is so awesome. <laughs> it was, it was the immediate description. She's got a Captain Hook. It's like, no, she did not. <laughs> what gets me is it's numb like the whole finger is numb and it has been for like two weeks like, I don't think Captain Hook can feel his hook either I don't think so either <laughs> I just wasn't planning on trying out for that position anytime soon and I wasn't trying to cosplay so I mean here we are it's cool it's just one finger though so it's fine got nine more to go Yes. <laughs> See how important friendship is. Yep. Because I don't know, maybe now you have five and a half sp sp spoons. Maybe I, I do. give you a half of one. Just the laughter. It's the best medicine. Don't you know? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the tale of two zebras, though, in that Mrs. Labizi and I are in two very different spots in life. Uh, she has three children in school, which most people will tell you is the time when at least momming might be. Um, that's where you can find a, a a friendship group is 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 what your kids are involved with. <laughs> now, I know that's I know I'm, I'm not that's not how it goes for zebras. And um, that is you get to talk about that. I am a empty nester and so that's a different um challenge for as to how i would find friends or keep friends or have friends that even work in my life so mrs labisi emberlin mom of three school-aged children um, i have a couple friends um i have a friend that doesn't have any children um that is local and then she she also is a zebra. And then I do have a friend that does have children that is a friend that's one of my children's friends. Um, but I struggle to keep friends that are neurotypical. And I struggle with that because of communication. And for me, it's because it takes so much work to put into these relationships and I get to a certain point where I feel like it's just not worth it to me. And I don't want to anymore. And I, I know that's probably not the best way to look at it sometimes, but that that's what I do. Um, and for me, honestly, I found it easier to have friends online and like have friends that I can talk to everywhere else, you know, at friends that I can come visit and friends that, you know, understand me and understand what I'm going through rather than friends that are just around me that are going through life, but don't truly understand. Um, I do have a neighbor who is also chronically ill, but she is chronically ill with a different chronic illness, but she hasn't quite accepted her chronic illness yet. So it's kind of hard sometimes to communicate with her because she'll 
say that she's so sorry that I'm going through all of these things and she can't understand or begin to fathom how I'm going through any of these things. And then I see how she's struggling and then I'm like, oh, okay, all right, well, you'll eventually see when you look in the mirror what you're going through. But, you know, it's for me, it's it's just been easier to to make friends online. It's it's been hard. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, yes, hard. How much of it is my chronic illness? You know, yeah. uh, it's 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 uh, yeah. It's been a long time, been a long time, yeah. been a long time, been a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I too had children early, young. Um, I do not have a military spouse, but we've moved over a dozen times. And um, I think, and it's been hard. Uh, and I've, it's something I talked to my therapist about Uh Yep, I see a therapist every week, guys. Every week, please know. Good that. job. Um, <laughs> apparently, my <laughs> at my palliative appointment, my my palliative doctor looked at my husband and said, "You really need to encourage her to go to therapy." Wow, she does. That's at least cool. once a week. That's so sweet. Um, so sweet of you. If you didn't, Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, what I've what I think I've come to learn is one of the challenges that I have is that I'm I am very self reflective and I'm looking to improve. I'm looking to learn. I mm-hmm. might find someone who has something in common, um, but if I'm looking like for my chronic illness, not to use it as an excuse, but I'm going to be looking to improve things and um i'm 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 trying to choose my words carefully and parsing them i'm having a hard time because i don't want anyone to feel judged like if they don't grow or if they don't feel like they're introspective or you know they're just surviving and i do understand that um for me i'm talking more about like I'm talking about excuse generators is what I call them that like, if you say, Hey, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with this and I'm like, Oh, this is what helps me. And, and it's always, yeah, but, and I might be one of those excuse generators to someone else when they tell me, have you tried seaweed? Have you tried yoga? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like, you need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. Right. right now. Um, so I, I'm not trying to suggest that I too get suggestions and growth ideas that I either feel like I've already explored or integrated. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's when people reject things out of hand that are not typical and have reasons why nothing will ever work. And I'm just like, okay, you're right. And and I have to limit. I'm still going to be their friend. I just have to limit the amount of time that I spend. Because that's very draining for me. Um, but. Makes sense. And it is hard to get uh, people together. I tried the, there's an app. I don't know if millennials use it or not. A website called meetup.com. Oh, for, is it specifically just to meet up, like meet friends? Yes, it is. It is. There creepy people, like, there's always creepy people that lurk. Yeah. You know it's, I mean? um, it, it's, uh, it's for local, it's, it's wherever your region is. And, um, then, I mean, if you want to learn, if you want to go join a writing group that actually meets in person, uh, mm-hmm. you can do that. And I started a meetup group for gastroparesis. Um, and awesome. I mean, w- w- we had like maybe four or five people at the most. Um, but people usually try, they were working really hard. That was their goal was to make it to a meetup to meet other yeah. people. 
And then I would say once they got there, it is just so difficult that then the the friendships continued online. You knew they were a real person. You knew they were local. Um, There was a little bit different level of understanding. And I appreciated that. But as a Spoonie, it got hard for me, too. I couldn't make every single one and I couldn't organize and find others that were willing to take on some, I don't know. Um, higher responsibility yeah yeah that's challenging so especially because it's not just that like you're still a mom you're still a wife you still have pets like there's still other things going on yes like you are still (laughs) you still have all of these hats on (laughs) ma'am yes 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 also um i started a job you did i did I have a part, a little part-time gig. I'm, I'm to be a people person. That's totally up my alley. Uh, <laughs> and I haven't had a job in like a year and a half. And uh-huh. um, it's always a like wake up call, like a smack in the yeah. face of what real people. I'm not going to call it normal. Um, right. Normal. I don't know what normal is, but those who right. maybe are chronically ill, who uh, maybe see my port and they're like, right. oh, uh, yeah, sir. I'm like, oh, yeah, they just whatever they know, that's what you have. I have, yeah. you know, and I have mobility aids and there are people in the office. I guess people don't ask, which is fine. They just assume. You don't want to ask. But then could you maybe. um not have a leer at you know let be like yeah oh they just watch you yeah why don't you ask you know you're parking in a parking handicap spot yeah we've talked about that um i got lectured i got a mom i got a mom talk why because the person's older than me and and thinks that they know life and they you know they've known me for um I don't know, five days. So they can give me a mom talk and let me know that I need to, to do better self-care. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's that stuff. I, I, I don't know. <sighs> I'm not, I'm not upset. It It is frustrating. They're trying to be, they're trying to be helpful. Um, they have no idea how out of their league they are. So it's more like <laughs> I'm just like, oh, right. well, thanks for the mom talk. I appreciate it. Um, thanks. I don't do this, but I'm a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Give me a pep talk. There's a reason I have a podcast, because I know it all. if you're not watching the the podcast if you're listening to it there's a white sarcasm flag flopping around right now (laughs) (laughs) so yeah see i feel like like the energy even just drained talking about friendships that it's something that we all want and 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 need but yet it is difficult to talk about because they're difficult whether it's from our side whether it's from their side and I know so many especially younger spoonies have lost friends they're mourning a lot and that's real and um and so I'm I think the online communities are fantastic and i think they are blossoming i had a friend share um i think it was i think it's a podcast it was a clip about mm-hmm. eight minutes that you have certain friends that um if they can give you eight minutes that it will help yeah. you feel better and who who can you count on for those eight minutes and um mm-hmm. i thought that was a really good article i'll make sure that i um, link to that because that has nothing to do with it has everything to do with holding space for someone in those eight mm-hmm. minutes and what they're experiencing 
but it doesn't mean that you have to be in the same room on the phone or, you know, it doesn't say how. Right. Um, it's just giving them that undivided, just one-on-one. It's literally eight minutes. It's not yeah. that long. Yeah. So, um, and uh, I think that's also, it's, I know for sure that, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, there are times when I've been in a really low, low, and um, I'm not a texture per se. I don't think that's my generation. Uh, right. but is that an excuse generator? Damn. Okay. I prefer talking on the phone when I'm in a really mm-hmm. bad spot because I need to hear right. their voice. I don't want to hear my voice. I'm already stuck in my head. Right. So um, probably my lowest lows are those times when I've reached out and I need eight minutes, mm. but I didn't have that terminology and I made phone calls and bless their hearts. They know something's up probably. Uh, I'm not calling at a normal time and right. uh, they are busy. They have lives and they didn't right. answer the phone and that's okay. I'm not trying to shame them. Um, but I found out that this article was something that I shared with those people, those people that I reach out to in my lowest to say, hey, will you read this? Can we agree to have like a a bat signal for, you know, yeah. if I say eight minutes, um, maybe you can say M&M, you know, eight miles, eight minutes. Uh, isn't it in bull riding that's eight seconds? Yeah. Yeah. I use eight seconds. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I use that as a tool to connect with my people to let them know that one, I consider them one of these friends. And if they tell me they need eight minutes, I'm there for them. Um, right. I think it's a matter of in this day and age communicating that so they know what they're getting into. Right. I need eight minutes right now. I need those eight minutes. I need you to hold space. That's what I need. And a lot of times we already have that. We have codes like uh, peanut butter. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have trauma and I Mm -hmm. don't know what everybody's triggers are. And I can't give a trigger warning to everything per se, because they may not even know that it's a trigger. What I do know, if if somebody says peanut butter, I'm to shut up. Like I put peanut butter in my mouth. I'm like, "Mm." Mm. And give it on a dime and go to a different subject or Mm. shut my mouth and hold space for them if they're triggered. Um, Yeah. So that's something that we already have in place for um, my support system. Yeah. I'm worried about you, Emerlyn. I might have to bring out my red shirt and like say, no, I like that you guys have, I like that you guys have methods in place we're still trying to find my husband and I are still trying to find ways to ways to aid him helping my PTSD because I found coping tools. I know how to help with triggers. I know I know ways to help myself. But when triggers occur out in public, he freezes like a deer in headlights because He's never experienced these things before and he wants to be able to help, but mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to do, you know? So it's, it's always interesting to hear other people's perspectives and I love to hear it. And mm-hmm. like, that's so I was like, I was soaking in what you were hearing or what you were saying and like hearing it. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> uh, I do know, um, a couple where, uh, the one spouse is processing some significant trauma and they have created note cards for their spouse. So um, if they recognize that they're sad, um, Mm. flipping the note card over and having suggestions of um, personally, I would, I would say like put on, um, put on uh, the, the, uh, lip sync competition uh-huh. uh put on the rocks singing taylor swift shake it off or <laughs> uh or ellen singing um 
bitch better bring my money. Oh, that it's a good cool. one. <laughs> no, I did make a spoony version of that. Of yeah, better bring my pain meds. Don't tell me people <laughs> got when I'm in the hospital. You know, things like that will 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 improve my mood and. Um, yeah. And I have to make those cards for myself because when I'm in it, I don't think to like turn on the TV and watch something funny. I am like, oh. so right. um, I thought that was brilliant that my friend shared that. And uh, yeah. um, I don't know, out and about, does he know about grounding? He knows about grounding. Um, I think his biggest issue, he's a fixer. Um, his Biggest thing is, you know, trying to take away whatever the the trigger is or whatever the problem is, and that's not always the solution. Um, so the recently what I've taught him is to just hug me. So instead of everything else that's going on around me, because a lot of the times we're in a very crowded place with a mm-hmm. lot of things going on around me, my husband is bigger than I am. If he can hug me and hold me really tight, it's almost like having a weighted blanket around me and I can almost disassociate and turn my ears off and close my eyes and I'm not there anymore. That can help, you know, like things like that would help rather than him panicking, trying to freak out and find where the thing is, trying to find that. That's going to stress me out more. That's not helping so yeah, it, it's it's been a learning process, and it's it's nothing ever that he has done wrong ever. He man is a saint. Love him more than life itself. Our anniversary is coming up on the twenty fifth. I'm so excited. <laughs> Noted. Um, okay, so I'm gonna hold up five fingers, and you can if you're gonna video, you're gonna cut this out if you want because this is something okay. that I'm saying to you and and it can be helpful um to others so when i'm said does he know about grounding if he recognizes that you're panicking you're Mm -hmm. using the five senses and so i if i saw you i'd be like you know amberlyn one i would touch your hand if if you've given me that permission i'd be like Mm -hmm. can you look around and name five things and the trick is that you have to maybe you know this do you know this I've, I have heard of it before. I didn't remember it until you're telling me now. He doesn't know about it yet, but I need to tell him about it. I'll keep going then. So So if you have someone who's, who has trauma and you know that they're, they've been triggered if they are disassociated and maybe that's where you want to go, like you mentioned, but if we're trying to like ground them back to this world, because we can't control the trauma and they've if it gone, um, the, the trick is the five senses. And so if you look around and you name five things, and one of the keys is to not, if it's said with judgment, then ask them to restate it. So I'll give examples. Um, look around you and, and name five things. Well, there's that really cute quilt on my wall, but my aunt is dead. And Okay, there is a quilt on the wall. What color is it? It's there's a green quilt on the wall. Okay, there's one. There's a green baby. Okay. There's a white door. Okay. There's a black box. Okay. And I haven't mm-hmm. I don't assign feelings or talk about the history or anything like that. Just five. And then you go to, you know, hearing. What do you hear? I hear my noise, my white noise machine. I am actually not hearing the child who plays basketball in the backyard all the time. But so you go through that. um, And so touching, smelling, if you can taste one thing, it's it's usually, you know, it's harder to taste things. And that's why you're working your way down and you work down on the number of things that you have to feel. Also, the audit, the the nose is the most uh, 
pronounced bringer of trauma. So if you have in your pocket um, like an Altoids tin or something, and if that's a smell that you like, or if you put a smell that you like in there, um, yeah, I love my Mm -hmm. Altoids. I love them. I love them. I love eucalyptus too. Um, I hate lavender. And I hate uh, a few other things. They're triggers in a bad way. So uh, if you have a, if you have a feel, if you know, like, like touching things, Mm -hmm. the clothes, like, what are you wearing? Like, what does your cow feel like? What does the ear feel like? And I thought about when making these actually like making the ears silky and trying to offer different textures on the cows so that they could be a grounding tool as well, Um, or even on the inside of it rather than on the outside. So you could have like corduroy here and then like a little silky and then, you know, different things and uh, those type of ideas. You know, you could even do, have you seen the fabric that they have mainly on baby blankets that is almost like, it's a soft fabric, but it almost has like raised bumps on it um, every here and there on it. Uh-huh. Um, you could do that and then that would be a really fun fabric mm-hmm. to be. I, like I can make the bumps. <laughs> I can, I can quilt. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> I just like the bubbles. <laughs> I can do that. I actually, yeah, I have a Wonder Woman quilt uh, that's a that has t-shirts and then it's got gastroparesis. And the in-between is from the backing is all of mm-hmm. the, um, like some, I took a gown from every hospital visit, the gown that I was wearing on before nice. I left home. I just put it in my bag when I would yeah. switch out. And then on the back is red uh, fabric, like you were just saying, it's got those little bumps. And then, Mm -hmm. so here's Wonder Woman themed and then gastroparesis with a red backing. And then the, the, every quilt that I have has a hidden panel on the back. And on that one, the alter ego of my Wonder Woman is Deadpool. So That's earlier so today, cool. you told me that red was my my best color. I was like, yeah, because it matches the red shot in my eyes. That's so cool. <laughs> so That's uh, awesome. I did not realize you were such a um, talented quilter. What is the actual correct term for someone who quilts? I don't quilt. Well, you just said you made quilts. I said I have quilts. I said with every quilt I have, there's a hidden panel because I have them made. (laughs) (laughs) I can't quilt. No, my I I have nine aunts. My mom is one of nine, and they are all uh, very crafty people. Other than my mom, she's a bean counter. Uh, she does numbers, she does not do crafts, but she is such a, a huge supporter of all of her sisters. And yeah, um, so she, I've grown up with a love of that stuff, but I too thought that I had no abilities. So for those right. who don't know me, who've not listened to the podcast, I just learned to crochet just over a year ago. So it was really something good. I did on my, for my 50th, when I hit my 50th, I was like, God, I've got to try to do something. So yes, I, I, with my own meat claws, as as Mrs. Lebezi said, I made our, our zebra cowls. So uh, (laughs) that's my, that's my thing. (laughs) My grandma used to make quilts. Like I always think that's so freaking cool. I could never like after trying, I went to like one quilting class Mm-hmm. And they went through the like the bare bones of okay, this is what we're gonna be going through over the next three months. And I was like, uh, nope, okay, I'm going home now. Bye. Like I, I could not. <laughs> yeah. I did make a quilt years ago. Uh let's see, mm-hmm. 20 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made it out of my husband's like old denim jeans and awesome. 
he was a football player and his dad was a coach for 27 years. And then my husband coached with his dad for a couple of years. And so they were always at games and I mm-hmm. took jeans, which were the color of the team that his dad coached. And then I used the backing to be his alma mater. And mm-hmm. what I made was a, um, a quilted like lap blanket. So my, and I gave it to my mother-in-law. So every time she went to the football games, she'd be able to sit on something. And that way it wasn't going to be like on display, like the beautiful works of art my aunts make. It was just, I tried it. it. I did it. I could say I made it. And I do appreciate the talent that it takes to to make a quilt <laughs> right but, and they are yeah. talented <laughs> I, I i like to design them if that counts i get i get the, yes it does the t-shirts and the different um how i want it and i get to pick out the fabrics i get all that fun yeah. stuff i don't actually so i have my grandma designed a single quilt for me from the time that i was born until i was 18 i didn't get it until i was 25 it has a bunch of carousel horses that she hands she hand stitched the whole dang thing, oh and I have God. it upstairs. I'll show it to you next time. But it's yeah. the most beautiful thing I've I've ever seen. Like wow. I love it so much. Mm. There's a thing with 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 quilting, crocheting, knitting, that type of thing, of doing mm-hmm. temperature temperature blankets. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you you kind of have a they 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 take like a box and then they they have temperatures and then the color they'll thread through and so if today's temperature if the high is yeah two it's going to be this color blue and yeah. then this day and so you get a full year and i am not one who works on the calendar year or anything mm-hmm. um so my birthday will be coming up and I was thinking, well, maybe I'll do this for my birthday since I, you know, I'd like to try to find something to like challenge myself and, and grow. Like I said, do something new and different. And so. When's your birthday, Ann? Well, what's I totally ironic is that my mama is a CPA and I'm a tax baby. When's your birthday, Ann? Is it the first? Just told you what my birthday is. I don't know when the ta- I don't know what taxes are. Do I have to? Look? Is it tax day? Is it a tax? Is do the taxes have a day? Is there a tax day? Yes. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's. See. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know there was. I didn't know there was a taxes day. Every year, your taxes are due on the same day. I'm guessing you've never had to owe, and you've gotten refunds. Well, because we always file them as we file them as soon as we get our W twos. Oh, yeah. April fifteenth. Got it. Noted. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, we file them as soon as possible so we can get our refunds. We always get money back because um, we pay as much as many taxes, the highest tax bracket as possible with his paychecks. So, yeah. yeah. And so, at the very so, so you give the government a loan so that they can give you your money back. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. And he deployed. So. He went out there and played around for a little bit in, in the sand. So they were mm-hmm. like, here you go. Here's some money. And he was like, yay. Yeah, I think that's a part of the world that I don't know about is you get money for being deployed. Yeah. So what they'll do is whatever money, depending on how long you're deployed, if you're deployed for longer than 30 days, you get something called family separation pay. And it's normally $250 per dependent. Um, and for us, there are five of us. So mm-hmm. that adds up. Um, and he was gone for two months. 
Yeah, he's gone for two months. Um, and then his paycheck, while he's deployed, is non-taxable. So um, all of the money that we got taxed, we got back during that pay period. And also, what else? There was something else. I think he got a signing bonus because there's a pilot shortage right now. Um, there's a huge military pilot shortage because they realized it's, you get paid way more if you fly commercially, but my husband needs flight hours before he can fly commercially. So okay. he's staying in the middle, staying a little bit longer. That is something that we will, you will have to share more with me because, uh, yeah, military and taxes and benefits and money type stuff is very different from, my knowledge base. I'm a know-it-all, and I just admitted I didn't know something. Hey, I would love to that is like huge. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of taxes, let's 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 uh, let's let's ask the uh, the audience. If, yes, since you have a bigger audience on the clock app, if they would be interested in us talking about. Uh, our experience with tax tax deductions with medical. Absolutely. I, I honestly, um, I will throw the question out there because mm-hmm. I know you have a lot of experience, right? Yes, that I know a lot about. And I honestly, I'm not as experienced, so you would be teaching me immensely. Um, <laughs> but I was a homeschooler. I did homeschool. Oh, you homeschool? I did. I taught our kids. I homeschool our kids for a portion, a good portion. My hat goes off to you. I don't know how the heck y'all do it. I. (sighs) Yeah, people say that. And my response is you do what you got to do. I mean, everybody has challenges and you just face it. So it's not even that. Like, I just don't understand the curriculum. That's my problem is like my kids bring home the schoolwork and like my brain struggles. Yeah. You're talking about regular school. Yeah. I'm not. Homeschooling is not that. No, No, we don't do the cookie cutter of public school homeschooling. That is what we are trying to avoid. No, 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 no. We don't have classrooms. Well, some people do, but no, it wasn't a classroom in our home. No, I would, I could, I could, uh, I could regale you with stories of unschooling and scare people. Oh, I, I love unschooling stories. I love, I, I follow unschoolers all day long. And like, I was like, are you just, are you being, amazing. are you, I was like, are you being sarcastic? Do you know what I'm no. talking about? Okay. No, their kids turn out amazing. And seriously, like I see. I have heard of so many, and I have seen how, especially with autistic children, it would help so much if we could get our life experience rather than school experience, because we're not getting the life experience that we need to set us up to adult. We're getting all the book experience, which is awesome, to job and work, which is really frustrating because, I mean, the the school systems weren't set up until the, the, until, you know, what, 1940s, 1930s. So, I mean, realistically, they weren't set up until they were created to create what is society. So, I mean, if we were to create a school system where children were to learn how to live in society where, you know, they went to a job where they had to, you know, had to go around and like socialize and they had to go and do like real people things and had to go around other people. Like maybe that would be beneficial, but that would never happen. You know, especially even in Japan, it was interesting because like toddlers would be walking around with adults, like doing, going to the store, buying things, doing errands and no one bats an eye, but these children were doing everything an adult would do and they're fully functioning and everything by the time that they're in, in kindergarten, you know, what I think this, that's what we're doing wrong here. 
Yeah. I think um, I'm going to put those five fingers again in case you want to cut this out because this is more political. But um, Mm -hmm. my my philosophy on that is that it's ironic and challenging that we have a cookie cutter system in a melting pot society. You have like Japan, it's a culture and Sweden is one culture and we can agree what our values are or how it's done. I know in in the Japanese culture, the, there's the term of them and their responsibility they feel to encourage and everybody, you know, these are, these are our societal expectations. I just said societal expectations. Now, what are you going to apply in the United States to societal expectations that in itself is scary, but that is what we have done in the public school system. And to think that we could dismantle that and then agree upon the dismantling is a challenge, but that absolutely makes sense. um, And that's, I think why I really, I struggle with um, socialized medicine because again, uh, the idea that we're all the same, we're not. Right. And I want people to be cared for. I do. Um, and it's not so much the idea of, of care. It's the idea of, I don't know, standardized care. Right. Well, not every, it's not a one size fits all. Right. I mean, is, is that not why we wear zebra stripes? Because right. we are so different from what might be considered standard. And I just got a diagnosis of a disease that's been quote known as a male predominant disorder that was always diagnosed before age 25. Well, and tell them why. (laughs) Because the first and main symptom is low back pain. It's a specific arthritis of the back. (laughs) And the only people they would listen to is 20 year old males going by back. My back, it hurts. <laughs> Never when in the history of time to do yoga, to lose weight, to meditate, to go see a therapist. Um, yes. And so this has been something that has been progressing and it's quite advanced now. And I get to start some treatment. Yeah. But hey, that's another thing in Zebraland that we don't get to say very often. I get to right. start treatment. I'm going to have a treatment plan with a specific like time frame, medication, expectation. We'll see how this goes. Right. The the rheumatologist did say at the very beginning what she was going to be checking for, and that her experience is that with zebras, um, if they have arthritis, uh, it's typically found when they're older and they start the stiffening process, and that if they can help with manage the arthritis then their patients usually see a lot of relief. So I'm excited about the possibility of relief. Cautiously excited. Cautiously cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Okay. Optimistic. I'm hopeful for you. I'm hopeful for you. Yeah. Really um um we are we're we're running out of time. All so right. Um, you're going to talk to your 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 crew. You're going to throw out there if they want to talk about taxes. Um, yes, you have a, a must have for the zebras this week. I do. Okay, we all know it's freaking freezing outside. I am going to go throw the link that within the description of this. But this is on TikTok. These are under seven dollars each, but they are rechargeable. They're USB C hand warmers. And these mosquitoes, each as in I'd pay $14 for the pair, right? Yes. So $14 as a whole, but they come with a charger for each. Um, And I I bought them separately and they came together. Um, But they came within two days. They get really, really hot. Not really, really hot. They don't burn, but they're they're warm enough to keep them on your hands and just sit there. Like I literally just them on my hands like this and my son took him out airsofting this last weekend and mm-hmm. literally was keeping him on his hands in between rounds more than content and they, I haven't had to charge them since I've had them so yeah. I've had nice. them for almost a month now cool so I can't recommend these enough 
All right. We will we have given a shout out to the TikTok hand warmers. And I'll make sure that well, I'll try to make sure that Amberlyn gives me a link. I will. I will put I'm gonna send it to you right after this. <laughs> I also wanted to give a shout out to another TikTok creator, um, Eric. Uh he's actually been on the program before. He was one of my first, if not my first guests. And um he has a brilliant hack that he shared this week and I will try to link to that about um his his backpack and taking a little travel tag and instead of putting your name and your address he's flipped that and he's listed the items that he needs to make sure he brings with him and then he double checks that tag on his way home to make sure everything gets back in the bag that's genius so I was like that's genius I don't think I have ADHD. I don't know. Other people will be like, Anne, do you know how many squirrel moments you have? You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Just so um, do you mean I'm you a quiz? Huh? You want me to send you a quiz? Sure. Alright, I'll send you quiz. one. I love a quiz. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. And so uh I just thought that was brilliant because I don't have a lot of brain space these days. And I do feel like I'm forgetting things all the time. And if I had a little yeah. checklist of like, wh- what's in my bag? What's supposed to be in my bag? Is it in my bag? Do I still have it? Did I leave anything? And I can just check it off. You could even, you know, you can, you can write it with a dry erase marker, but maybe yeah. that would erase off like in the process of being in my bag or something. So don't, well, what I have could to do about that one. Hear me out. What you could do is put a piece of uh, packing tape on it. And when you want to change the list, take that tape off and then just write it again. Well, the a lot of the tags have that little fake plastic. And if you use if you put that over it and then use a dry erase to like cross it off when you're going or leaving and then you can wipe it clear and then cross it off when you pack up again. Right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. There we go. That's See, figure it out. So that's a shout out to uh, Eric, our friend on TikTok, and his brilliant Thanks, idea. Woohoo! And um, we're going to talk next week, maybe about taxes, uh, maybe not, maybe about service animals is what, something we've talked about. Yeah, um, we'll get some feedback. And uh, other than that, Miss Mrs. Labizi, would you like to sign off? Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.